feather stiff as a board. Did you ever do that? Yes, I did that. Did you ever do Ouija board? I don't think I ever did Ouija board. I was way too scared. But Me I, too. I, I definitely do didn't do Bloody Mary and all that. Like, I was way too scared. No. Red Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Ouija no. board. I, oh, yeah, I Ouija boarded You know what? I feel like my friend did and we had it. It's like a portal to hell. I think. Yeah. I think well, like, growing up in a like very Christian home, like that was always like the letting Satan into your house. And so. I really believe it though. I, mean, I do. Oh, absolutely. Or not, it, it, it's it is fucked up. Well, <laughs> it was fun at the time, but all right. So all right. episode ten. Oh, we're recording. We're Yay. recording episode ten Cheers. in real glasses. Cheers. All right. How do you like it? Oh. That's good. Yeah. What is nice. this one? Maker's Mark. This is called Maker's Mark. Okay. And we're drinking out of Maker's Mark glasses. So the, <laughs> so Maker's Mark like signature is the wax that they like dip Ooh, the bottles in. Okay. And in the glasses that you are drinking out of, that we mm-hmm. are drinking out of, actually I dipped myself at the plantation. What? Yeah. That is a killer souvenir to take away from. Isn't that cool? The plantation. Yeah. Yes. So the plantation when we went on the bourbon trail. Where we made Landry. <laughs> of course it was the bourbon trail. All right, yeah, that's great. <laughs> it's a double um, barrel bourbon whiskey kind of right. trail. So this was, um, awesome. yeah, so this is actually my favorite type, and Corey doesn't like it because it's too oh. sweet. Oh, um, maybe that's why I like so it. So I thought, yeah, so I thought it would be a good one for you, especially after the last one we tried that was super, uh, like. Oh, 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 yeah, <laughs> this one's not like that. This yeah. one's very good. I'm just. Very smooth. I, I can't drink it so fast. It's good, and I want to. Yeah. So, taste and makers mark episode ten. Yes. I can't Ooh, believe, I can't it, believe it. Thank yeah. you both for listening. Yeah. It's thanks, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> we thanks, love Patrick. You. Hey, Patrick. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, we have some other <laughs> listeners. But yeah. No. Okay. So, yes. Tell me about your you <laughs> summited Mount Rainier. I did. This is fucking amazing. <laughs> So Christy's been dying on the way over because she's been wanting me to tell her all about the trip. And I'm like, let's save it for recording. Um, it's best to hear it live, right? I don't want to have to be like, oh, and pretend, right? I want to really, really catch the real reaction. The real reaction. Your first explanation of it. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. All right. So, yeah. So we, it's, uh, yeah, we summited Mount Rainier this weekend. We had perfect weather. Wow. Uh, no wind, like bluebird, no, not a cloud in the sky. Oh my God. Um, yeah, it was probably, um, the most amazing experience of my life, like, and hardest at the same time, besides Mm. like, besides that like combo of becoming a mom and like giving birth, like that Mm. type of thing. Mm -hmm. I would probably put it up there with that, but it was only because like, it was a lot of work and I didn't feel like I was completely prepared. So it was, there were parts of it that were really challenging, but it was also like this fantastic like reset and like mind shift for me that was like, you can do this. You like, you did this with minimal training because you love it. And Mm -hmm. like, because you did train it and you have like a strong mental Mm -hmm. um, attitude. And so, yeah. So, it was good. We did it. It was like we had the, we had the best team. Oh like everybody God. on our team. So there's yeah. So who was it? So there was nine people <coughs> total on our team. So okay. from the gym, there were six of us from the gym. Sorry. One, two, three, 
for, yeah, six of us from the gym. Dr. Evans. I'm calling him Dr. Dr. Evans. Evans. <laughs> Dr. Jeff. Dr. Jeff. Dr. Jeff and his brother-in-law, Bill. Oh, cool. And then uh, Beth and Ben and then Corey and I. Okay. And then we met um, a father-daughter team, Aww. 16-year-old daughter with, it, with her dad, um, Louisa and Brian. And then we had another. Did they have a guide? Yeah. So okay. we were all in the same group. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And then, this is the best, the last guy from Michigan was named Brendan. Oh, yeah. so you were like, Christy's here in spirit. Yes, I really <laughs> felt that. And I was like, yeah, totally. So he was, I was from Michigan. Me down here. I was like, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> And he tried last year and didn't make it. And Brian tried last year and didn't make it. What happened? Um, Why did they weather? Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't their fault. Okay. Uh, unfor- the crappy thing is that Brian's team got turned around 500 feet below the summit because of winds. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? Climbing no. like thirteen thousand nine hundred off the feet. cliff and say I'm yes. going anyway. We're almost there. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! Did and they all have to agree to that though? Because they paid, right? Well, you don't get a choice. Like the oh, guides make, make that choice, choice for okay. you, and that's why you pay them to like keep you alive. Okay. Okay. So Good if point. they make Good point, yeah, if they make that choice, then you you're not going. Okay. Um. So wow. and usually it's pretty a pretty thought out like decision and they talk to the other guide teams and a lot of the individual climbers and stuff and everyone's and just they have like, computers and stuff like they that. They have radios. Radios. And, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> They're calling ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good, good. for sure. Um, so, so yeah, it was, it was great. So, so where'd you sleep? Tell us where you slept. So here, so here's how the like whole weekend, I'll go through like kind yeah. of the whole, the whole process of the weekend. So we went down Thursday and we got there about three o'clock and we had orientation. So it was just basically like a slideshow. We met Tyler, um, who was our lead guide. Um, and he just basically like did a slideshow of like, here's what to, here's like pictures of like the trail and what it'll look like when we're crossing this part. And then this is what it'll look like when we're uh, passing through the next part Mm -hmm. and all that. And then like, that helps me to visualize like, I like that. And so it was like, we're going to, so he kind of gave us a layout of how everything for the whole weekend was going to work. And then we did gear checks. So we basically took all of our gear out of our bags Ah. and he, yeah. And he went through (laughs) and was like, you need this. You don't need this. This isn't right. You have to rent. Like if you didn't have the specific gear, then you had to go rent it. Um, yeah, which was really helpful because like I had bought pants and, um, some other stuff from REI that he was like, no, you don't need that. These will be fine. And I'm like, great. You just saved me like a hundred dollars. But then I had to go spend 50 renting other things that were not correct. Right. So, um, which was great because they have the best gear. They have like Arcteric, um, Mm. like, uh, we had to rent like rain pants that zip all the way up so you can put them on really quickly if it's raining okay um and so like Corey had half zip ones and they wouldn't let him take those so he had to rent them but they're arcteric which are probably like 400 dollars pants so it's like really good stuff and like all of their um down jackets were like patagonia and stuff so it's like it's good stuff it wasn't yeah it wasn't cheap they don't want to pay for well for sure yeah absolutely (laughs) um and they've been in so we went with uh rainier mountain institute it's rmi i don't know what the i stands for i think it's institute uh but they've been around for 50 years so they know what they're doing and pretty much yeah so um so yeah so we did all that we did the gear check we this even smells good right it's so yummy and then uh we just had dinner and then went to our airbnb um and then the next day we got up and we had mountaineering school so we hiked about like a mile to a mile and a half up uh from paradise Mm -hmm. so we drove so we all met back at the school or in town in in ashford at the base camp in ashford okay and then took the van up to paradise and then we hiked for about a mile and a half and then we just like 
played in the snow and we practiced like self-arrest and we practiced like hiking with our rope like in a short rope and then a long rope there's and way then, more prepping this. I seriously thought after your orientation, you we're going to hit the trail. Nope. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They taught us how to like breathe because of altitude. So and then they taught us. that before. Right. I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> yeah. Well, and it yeah, was altitude, crazy. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. all the tips that they gave us, I was like, oh, I've never even like heard this or before. thought about it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like um, how to like walk on um, in the snow on really steep terrain and like dig your feet and your boots oh, in right, so cause... you're creating steps for the person behind you and the person in front of you is creating steps for you oh, and that kind of stuff yeah so it was it was actually really fun so you basically just like we just played in a snow field all day oh, friday for god. like four hours oh my god um yeah and it was great so we had tyler on thursday and then we picked up a second guy chase on mm-hmm. friday and he came up and they both kind of did back and forth and taught us like self-arrest and um team arrest if anybody like fell into a crevasse and oh my stuff god. i know right oh my god oh dude those are gnarly they oh my god so terrifying do you look and kind of think that's hell that's the end of the life. like what yeah. would ha- how if they can yeah you no. can't so they do crevasse rescues if somebody falls down there if you don't like go so far that the rope doesn't reach oh like my it's terrible those crevasses are deep what if there. you were like so, within yeah oh my god I know. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we, we saw deep ones, really, really deep ones. We didn't have to pass over any deep ones, which was great. How um, did you pass? How did you see them, though? Were they, like, they're enough open. away that you know that? The, well, the guides are walking okay. in front of you. Okay. So they tell you. If and they're they like, die, Yeah, they're, go. like, step, and then oh, okay. you just step over them. Okay. So we didn't have oh, to. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, see, my oh. thought would be, okay, you're telling me to step over it, but how do I know what's right in front? Like, how do you know what's right below? Oh, you like, can see it. What if there's like a cliff on the other side and you know how like the snow melts from underneath and it's just like a point? Oh yeah. Well then if you fall, then you're roped together. That's why you're roped oh. together. Oh, you all, all roped together. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. So if I was like the, I was the second person on our rope team. So it was guy, the guide, then me. So it was Chase and then me and then the 16 year old Louisa and then her dad, Brian behind her. Okay. So if I had fallen, then I would have yelled falling and then they would have self-arrested. Oh. So I wouldn't have fallen down into the, and cliff. you learned all this Friday. Before you went. I knew all of that because oh. we'd done it before. So oh, I, right. but we practiced it on okay. Friday. Yeah. Okay. But people, but yes, yeah, so that's when they teach you everything for people who have never okay. done that before. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So but I we, wouldn't die if I went up there. No. Somebody would tell me. What no. To do. If you died, <laughs> it would be from like a natural rock fall or okay. an ice avalanche or something. That, and okay. then everyone would probably die yeah. because okay. you can't plan that. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, so yeah, so that was Friday and then. Um, we got back and we just like packed our bags for Saturday and then we had to leave our Airbnb on Saturday morning So everybody just like packed up their own stuff and it was awesome because we had five of us in that Airbnb So then everybody's like, okay, what are you gonna wear for this? And what are you taking for food? And what do you think about this? And how do you think about this? And do you think this is enough? So it was really like this great like group community and then everyone took like whiskey shots and was like drinking beer and it just Before? mm -hmm. Oh dang! Yeah, they got they got we partied on Friday night, which was or I'm sorry on Thursday night okay. before snow school okay. and then Friday night everybody just was like I'm gonna have one beer and then and then Jeff's like I drank my beer too fast I'm gonna have another one <laughs> so then uh, so yes yeah, so we had a little bit more whiskey and no, everybody had a little bit more beer um, and then Saturday morning we at 8 a.m. we headed up to paradise and we got there we got started on the trail around 9 9 30 and it sucked. The oh. weather was awful it was oh. like overcast and like um fogged in and we had to wear like our rain slickers up and it just sucked so we got 
so we hiked up the we got up to the Muir snowfield and just hiked up that and took a couple breaks so we would like hike for an hour and then take a 10 minute break or so and then mm-hmm. hike for an hour and 10 minute break um and then i i, I want to say like around around like eight thousand five hundred feet to nine thousand feet the sun came out oh so that how was, long was that how many hours mm, three okay maybe and four so three out four hours just but yeah it was ugh, it was so <laughs> gross what did you think about? What were you thinking about as you were stepping? Because I know when I tried it in the past, we only went up to Mir. Yeah. Um, but I sure thought about everything. Like, every step of the way, it was like something else. And did yeah. you, I don't know. Did you have any... Maybe I'm just a weirdo, and I, I really repeat my thoughts. And yeah, I, <laughs> I do that too, but not on this... Not on that particular oh. hike. I think I just was like, this sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was actually, like, really focusing on my breathing uh, good. because good. of the altitude. Yeah. And um, and I knew that it was going to be hard to, hard for me. And they had brought this up, like, during <coughs> snow school, that they were like, you can be in great shape, but if you don't follow the techniques of it, uh. then, like, you, there, it's not going to help you at all. Right. Right. Um, and so I knew that I wasn't in as good a shape as most of the people on the team, so I really had to rely on the techniques uh. that they were t- teaching us. So that's what I was focusing on. Good, 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 um, good, good. And that really, I think that really saved me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so we, we, get, we got to Muir about um, 12.30, I want to say, 12.31. Okay. Maybe 2.00. No, but By then, was it beautiful? Yeah. that's pretty high. Okay. okay. Yep. So, Muir's at 10, uh, Camp Muir's at 10,000 feet, which is the base camp for summiting. And anybody okay. can hike up there without, like, a permit or anything. So, okay. you don't need a permit to get there. Um, and then the cool thing about RMI that we went with, because it's, like, the guide service, they, like, kind of built oh, Camp Muir. Or cool. they, like, they, like, built the bunkhouses and they yeah. maintain them. And it's only for them. So there's like, yeah, so we got to stay in bunkhouses and there are bunkhouses for the independent climbers, but it's first come first serve. Ah. But we had like fresh water up there. We had hot boiling water that they gave us. Oh, so this must be, so I think when Brendan went, he stayed in the place called the tomb, probably because it was not like nice or something. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it was was probably for people going up on their own. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And they don't get water. Like they're responsible for their own water and stuff. Cause I asked Tyler about that and he's like, nope. He's like, we only do it. It's only for like RMI, and I was like, good. I'm okay with that. <laughs> but they have bat. They have bathrooms up there. Whoa! And, like, with these flushing like, toilets. They don't have flushing oh, okay. toilets. They're compostable toilets. So if it's you better. like, right? So you have to pump it, and it separates the pee and the poop, <laughs> and the poop like somehow goes back in and gets composted like back wow. into the mountain. Yeah, and then the pee just like pee just does what it does. Wow. Um, yeah, so it was actually like for all intents and purposes, it was pretty swanky. Yeah. For like being on a mountain. Dang. Yeah. So you didn't have to pack like a sleeping bag because they had something. They up had there? them there. Oh, yep. Dang. Okay. That's... But we did have to bring our sleeping bags and like all of our food and all of our clothes. And we were saying how like the annoying thing is that you have to pack. Our packs were probably third. My pack. My pack. We had a contest. <laughs> my pack was thirty-one pounds. Okay. Corey won with twenty-seven and a half oh. pounds. I know. I was like, oh. I was like, of course. I was like, why don't you take some of my stuff? He's like, no. I don't want any more weight. <laughs> Jeff had the heaviest with thirty-four pounds. Oh dang. Yeah. And um, so yeah, so you hike up with like the full pack, and it was annoying because it's like you have to pack so much stuff just in case, just in case it gets cold, just in case it rains, just in case like you fall into a crevasse, you have to wear a harness, you know, all that kind of stuff. Right. An avalanche transceiver or transcender transceiver, I think. Um, Like a, it's a like a computery thing. It's yeah, it's basically it looks like a walkie-talkie. Find you if yeah. Okay. Oh, so if you get buried in a in an avalanche, then the guides like can find you. Yeah. Transcender. God. Steve. Yeah. Yeah. 
so yeah so that was saturday so we got up there probably around like um i actually don't know what time Corey wrote all this down but i want to say it was like around two and so we got like a three to four hour break and then at 6 p.m they were like you guys need to be horizontal and they were like <laughs> if you don't sleep most people aren't going to sleep but you yeah. just need to like rest and relax yeah. and mm -hmm. all that um which was great. So I got in my sleeping bag and I put my headphones in and I put some lavender oil on my feet nice. and I passed out. Nice. And, God, uh, I want to do that right now. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> oh and my God. Tyler was like, and so Tyler said, he was like, I'll be in sometime between 12 a.m. and 3 p.m. 3 a.m. I don't, I don't know what time because it depends on the weather oh, and they don't like, know. Why doesn't he know? Yeah. Okay. And uh, so he, I woke up at 1145. Oh man. A or PM, mm -hmm. and he w rolled in at midnight at like eleven fifty-five or something like that. Oh my god, it's like perfect for you. It was your body and, was ready. Yep, yeah, it was wow. so ready, and nobody else slept a wink. Ah! Yeah, it, <laughs> it was it was pretty funny. Corey slept a little bit, and we were like, yeah, of course we did because we're like McGee's and we can sleep everywhere. Okay, yeah, and we're tired. Yeah, we're tired parents. I know. Um, so yeah, so then we got up at midnight at one o'clock. We were on the trail. We got roped into our teams. Um, had some breakfast um, and some water, and then got out on the trail. And it took us so there's you get three different stops, and then the summit. So the first section, we hiked about an hour and 15 minutes across what's called the flats, or uh, we hiked two Ingram flats. Okay. So you basically are hiking across like a snow valley, which is super dangerous. So you kind of have to like keep moving and they're like- Because of things below you? Or? No, above. Oh. So like ice fall and rock oh. fall above you. Um, and then you have to like hike over and around, um, oh my gosh, um, something pass. It starts with a C. Crap. Oh, cadaver. Cadaver? There was like cadaver falls, or Brendan was telling me all those horrible names, like <laughs> no cadaver lane or something. Oh my god! Yeah, I forget what it was, but anyway, so it's like a little rock, like kind of like rock scramble that you go over, <coughs> and then you get to the flats, and that's your first rest. Okay. So everyone's feeling good by then. It's like we've just done like a little warm up. It's pretty flat. You have some beers. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and you're you're having some food. And at this time, you're still elevation, so, like, you're kind of, like, not feeling like you want to eat, but you know you have to. So I made the mistake of eating stuff that was really hard to chew and to swallow, like cheese mm. sticks and, and oh. beef jerky. That's hard to, well, I know beef jerky is, but cheese sticks, it was hard. It was hard, just, yeah. yeah, like, you just kind of, I just didn't feel like eating it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I drank some water, and then... Um, where were we? And then I started to feel a little nauseous. Like, oh. ha okay, so then, I, actually, no, that wasn't that. So we got to Ingram Flats, and then we started up what's called um, the Cleaver, or mm -hmm. Disappointment Cleaver. Oh, Disappointment. Disappointment yeah, okay, Cleaver. Okay. Something yeah. about death, I don't know. Yeah, Disappointment. Because <laughs> once you get to the top of this, that's where most people get turned around because ah, of the wind. Disappointment. Yeah. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So the Cleaver is basically a 1,200-foot rock, I mean... Damn mountain there's there's Straight no up. snow on it or pretty much you get about a thousand to twelve hundred feet of elevation gain um per <laughs> i want to be like per step because that's what it felt like it's per so step. rocky you're hiking in your crampons so oh. it's not so it's just like crap metal on mm. rock were you slick it wasn't slick okay. and that's why they actually have you do it in your crampons because it gives a lot more grip okay um, but you're on a short rope, so you're about two to three feet from the person in front of you. So are they constantly like pulling yes. you? <laughs> yes. So Stop here, it. here's the best part. That was awful. That was so hard. 
And so here's how they tell you to breathe. So when you're, mount, when you're climbing in, mount, in mountaineering, you have to take deep breaths and fill up your lungs, right? And then let it all out and then take up an, another deep breath. And then they also have this thing, it's called a pulse breath. So every, say like 10 breaths when you're pretty low, like around 10,000 feet, you like blow, like you're blowing out a candle and you like let all of that. Yeah. It's like a, Why? so you let all of the, the CO2 and the oxygen oh. out of your lungs. And then your next breath is a really good, clean, oh. deep breath. Ooh. Yeah. That's good to know for so, just general information. Yes. Like- so the closer you get to the summit, the more frequent those pulse breaths are. Okay. Okay. So, so keep that in mind as you're climbing because your body automatically just wants to be like, <gasps> right, and right. suck in those short, short breaths. Right. Um, so that's what I was doing on the cleaver and everybody <laughs> in my group. So I'm five, four on a good day <laughs> with tall hair, no, every right with, with, with the bow <laughs> in my hair. Yeah. Um, everybody else in my group, the, the 16 year old girl was five ten. <laughs> And both of the men were six, over six feet. Oh my God. So when Chase, who are, is our guide and who I'm right behind, <clears> he <throat> would set his foot and we're supposed to follow the person's footsteps in front of oh you, God. right? So some of these rocks <clears throat> that we had to step up were at least 20 inches, right? Yeah. Or higher. So he would just put his foot up and step up because he's got these like long right. legs. For me, I'm like, put. I have to put my knee on there and then kind of like scramble and then get my foot around. Oh my God. Not being flexible with a crampon on, with having short stubby legs. So I was moving extremely inefficiently up the entire cleaver. And um, not to mention sucking in short breaths, which was completely inefficient. So my movements and my breath was, were completely inefficient. Um, so by the time we got to the cleaver, I was like puking and really? I just was like, I don't want to eat. I have puking. no gas in my tank. Oh, I have, shit. I can't do anything. So they're like, all the guides are over there. Apparently Beth told me this this morning. I didn't know. All the guides are like over there, like having a powwow or whatever. And yeah. Tyler, our lead guide comes over and he's like, how's everybody <laughs> doing? Like you should have like three quarters of a tank left. And I was like, in my mind, I'm like, oh crap, I have like a quarter of a right. tank left. And so I lied. So I told him, I was like- You lied! Yeah, so I was like- I have That's probably, your life! Yeah, I was like, I probably have like half a tank, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so they went over and like talked and he came back and I was like, just give me some, some time to like have some food and get some yeah. water and like get some oxygen in and all that kind of stuff. And Corey gave me a really great pep talk and, um, oh. you know, and oh, that I was- I love that he does that for you. Yeah, he, he was fantastic. And everybody was like, that was really sweet. He knew exactly what to say to you oh. and like how to encourage you. And he, I mean, he was right because I knew that I didn't need, because Tyler was like, once you get to the summit, you need half a gas tank to get back down. The summit is the oh, halfway point. You right. still have to get down safely. Fuck, I forgot, yeah. Yeah, so in my mind, I was like, coming down is not gonna be an issue for me. I right. am strong, my right. legs are strong. Right. I can squat for five hours, right. like it's fine, <laughs> which is basically what we freaking right. did because right. it's so steep. <laughs> Um, so I knew that coming down was not going to be an issue to me. That being said, like I knew I still needed some energy right. to get down. So I had some food, I had some water. I started to feel a little bit better. And then he was like, and then Tyler came back over and was like, you have to make a decision right now because if we go farther, I'm not leaving you behind with a guide if we go any farther. So this is like where you have to decide. And I was like, we're not even like, we're barely halfway up the mountain. I was like, this is too soon to decide. But then in my head, I was like, it's the perfect weather. I was like, this has been a dream of mine for so long. 
was like, I can't be the only person in this group that didn't make it. Mm-hmm. And then my pride kicked in yeah. and I was like, I can't go back and be like, I didn't make it because I quit because I was like sick and altitude, which you can't help altitude. Like if it affects you, it affects you. Right. right? right it's true. So I had some food and I started to feel a little bit better and like get some energy back. Good. And, um, and finally like Tyler came over and he was like, so was it the terrain or do you feel like, um, you can't catch your breath or like whatever. And I was like, and when he said that, I was like, Oh, I was like, it was the terrain. Yeah. And so finally I was like, Oh, I was, and then it kind of kicked in where I was like, I was moving so inefficiently. I wasn't breathing right. All this stuff. And like when you are at altitude and you're really nauseous, it's because you're not getting enough oxygen. So that was like, and that's why they really teach you those like breaths and stuff. What about oxygen cans? No, you don't I do need it like a whip it. No, you I don't need do it that hot at that, oh, okay. at that elevation. It's not high enough. Okay. Like Everest, maybe oh. people people I mean people use oxygen tanks on Everest and stuff. Yeah. But um, Brendan had like a can. It was like a spray can. Cause I'd never seen that before. He went up to um, Mir and they gave him. He was really sick. <laughs> really? And I've yeah. never heard of that before. I'd never seen it either. But it was a it was a mouth feeding fitting piece and a spray can. And it was oxygen for those situations. Oh, interesting. I know. Yeah, I don't know. So, they don't, so okay, so about higher. But they, the like, higher. but the cool thing about RMI is, like, they're really about, like, being, making it happen very purely. Mm. So they don't want wow. you to use stuff like right, that. They want to teach you the techniques. Right. I mean, it's like CrossFit. Right. And somebody actually brought that up where it was, like, um, I think one of, I think Chase said this or something like that or Nevin, one of the, one of our guides, um, little cutie patooties. Yeah. <laughs> <They>, uh, <laughs> I feel like such a mom because I'm like, they're so cute. But I was like, if I was in my mid-20s, oh my gosh. Um, they were so adorable. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're not feeling yours? Well, no, what's I'm not done on? yet. Okay. I'm not done. On? Hurry it up. <laughs> All right, I'll fill it up. Fill it up. Um, so, yeah, so they really want you to work on the techniques to actually, like, teach you things instead of just being like, let's just get you just up the mountain. cover it up. Right, right, right. right, right. exactly. Oh, I like that. And I like even that. Tyler said, like, when he was saying, like, if you feel like you're getting an altitude, so some of the common signs of altitude sickness is nausea, vomiting, and headaches. Mm. Um, and so he was saying, if you get a headache at altitude, don't take a, a ty- don't take Tylenol or something like that. It's oh gosh, what an he used such a fantastic analogy, and it um, but it basically is like covering up the symptoms and like hiding your symptoms when your body is actually trying to tell you something. Oh, oh. and so it's like. If you're nauseous and you have a headache from altitude sickness, your body is you telling you you don't have enough oxygen right. and you need to take care of it. Right. Not like let's take some Tylenol to get rid of my headache. Get the work day. Yeah. Right. So okay. that was like that was actually really cool. And um, and I think like par- just having them and that experience of um, like all the tips and techniques yeah. like is what kind of like lit this like whole new fire in me because it's been probably th- when do we do Adams before. It's been almost, I want to say three years, maybe four years. No, it hasn't been. Eh, yeah, maybe three or four years since we did Adams. That's the last time we climbed a wow. mountain. Are you going to do all the Ring of Fire or what do you... We've already done it. All of them? I think, what's the Ring of Fire? The whole Ring of Fire? Yeah, what's the Ring of Fire? All around the world, the whole ring. So if you look at, uh, I'm no Wikipedia. The Ring in Washington or no, no, the, the world? the whole world. Oh, so it's no. all the volcanoes. Brennan, Brennan's dream is to do, to photograph the Ring of Fire. Oh, that's all cool. All the volcanoes in the world. Um, and it's in it's in a pattern across the. I oh, that's amazing! I don't know what I'm talking about because Brennan tells me, and I'm right. like, not really. Oh, sure, that's but. so cool! But no, yeah, that's yeah. not my dream. Okay. Um, <laughs> but 
Mount, I don't really have a dream anymore. But you did Mount Adams. We've done, yeah. <clears throat> so we did Baker first, which Baker. I had no business okay. being on that mountain. Why? Because I had no idea what we were doing. It, it, would, <laughs> like, it was so dangerous. I didn't know what self-arrest was. I didn't have the right crampons. I didn't have the right food. Like, I didn't drink enough. It was, it was hard. Yeah. Oh, but, oh. like, we did it. And <clears throat> that's, yeah, yeah. 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 So we did Baker, and then we did St. Helens, and then we did Adams, and then we took a three-year break to have two children. <laughs> I can't believe you just did all that. Oh, my God. And then, oh, my uh, God. Yeah. And then we did we did Rainier. So, yeah. So that yes. was... Um, That's amazing. Yeah. So we get to the top of the cleaver, right? So back, kind of back to the, yeah. the thing, if you care. Yeah, I do. Um, so the cleaver is <laughs> the hardest part, and it's awful. And then the, we all decide that, like, um, we can go. So we have about an hour and 20 minutes to our next break okay. and this is just a snow it's just snow and so you're just following the trail and you're just doing like the rest Ugh. step and it's super slow yeah. and there's a bunch of like independent climbers in front of us that don't want to get stuck behind the guide services because they're super slow and methodical uh-huh. but their pace works right so the independent people like run and then they're like <gasps> yeah. and then they can't breathe so then they sit down for 20 minutes in the middle of their trail and or you they're super up. slow and yeah. so they don't let anybody else pass by which was our problem. Oh my so God. So it was just like super slow and then they don't know how to do like anything. But then we also like, we got, there was a, um, a ladder on one of the Seracs that, that we had to climb up. Was, I thought that, I was like, nope, I would have turned, I would have been like, you know, I'm so sorry. We are not going to make this to this mountain today because I'm not climbing up that. No, you would have done it. It would have, no. it was fine. It was just a ladder. It's like a it's, ladder on snow that is it's unpredictable. In. It's roped and anchored in. <laughs> So I'll tell you the story coming down about the ladder, but, um, it yeah, fell. so we, no, it didn't okay. fall. We, um, so yeah, so we climbed up the ladder. So we had to wait for there. And, um, this other guy, Brendan from Michigan was saying, he like saw me throw up at the, this stop at the top of the cleaver. And he was like, I know how crappy I feel and I'm not throwing up. So if Allison quits, like I'm quitting. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so glad you didn't say that because in my mind I was like, I can't be the only one right. that like stops, which I knew I wasn't going to. Yeah, um, yeah. I just had, it, it was just a fleeting thought. Right. Exactly. And at some point, like your pride needs to kick in to yeah. be like, Hey, stop. Yeah. Like right. just do this right. and just suck it up. And mm-hmm. that's exactly how it was where I was like, I knew I was going to make it to the top. It just was kind of like, I just need to go slower and I need a little bit, a few more breaks, you know, that type of thing. They need an accommodation right. over here. So the great thing about from the break from the cleaver to our, our it was a high point break. Um, that's, I think at like 13, nine and, um, the, or I'm sorry, 13, yeah, 13, five, maybe 13, nine. And, um, to that, we had a lot of stops because of all the slow people. And that was fantastic. It was good. Okay. That was great. Yeah. Because you get like a little 30 second break every, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes. And, um, and the guides were so pissed and like, they were just so mad about like how long it was taking and how dumb the like independent teams were that we were behind and stuff. And, Mm. and I was like, this is kind of awesome. I know. Right. But yeah. And there's like a bunch of switchbacks in the snow, but it's a mountain. It's steep. It's probably like a 45 to 50 degree angle. And at one point Chase was like, okay guys, we're going to cut the, we're going to cut these people off and like go and cut the switchbacks and just go. And he's like, I need you to keep pace. And I was like, all right. So you're basically like sidestepping over each other up this mountain, trying to keep up with him because he's like, otherwise he's pulling you. So he sets the pace. He sets the pace, which is pretty, a pretty reasonable pace. 
um, except for we were trying to pass a team, so it got a little more uncomfortable. And I kept tripping out because I was tired and I yeah. couldn't breathe. Yeah. And like once my heart rate got up, then yeah. I just couldn't. I couldn't bring it back down. Right. And right, right, right. Um, so I kept like tripping over my crampons, and then he's oh. like, uh, and like I could tell he was so frustrated Aww. with me. But like bless his heart, like Aww. he just was so great. But I was like. I was like, Chase, I was like, Chase, I can't, I can't. And uh, and I told him, like, then we had to try and do it again. And I was like, I'm, and I looked at him and I was like, I'm going to try, but I'm, I don't think I'm going to be able to keep this pace up, but I'm going to try my hardest. And then the same thing happened. I kept tripping over my crampons and I couldn't catch my breath. And it was just awful. And so we couldn't pass those people, which to me was like, fine. Yeah. Like, we were still on the trail. It sucked. They were annoying. But in my mind, I was like, just slow down yeah. and I will get there. Right. And then, like, of course, we were like, and then we got to our last break. And then the, and then once we were leaving our last break, they were like, uh, Tyler gave us a timeline. He was like, okay, we've got, f- like, a 45-minute hike to the summit. And, like, at that point, I was like, yes. like, the adrenaline kicked in. And yes. I was like, we're going to make it. Yes. I'm going to make it. Like, mm. everything just went out the window. And from then on, it just was like, well, like, probably halfway through from like the cleaver to that break point Mm -hmm. where it was like we're on snow we're kind of on this trail you're just doing that like basically walking up stairs in snow my breathing was really regulated like I felt awesome as long as we were moving at that great pace Um, and then when he said that it just kind of was like let's just run let's just run up the rest of the mountain so we get like almost to the summit and my crampon like comes off my foot and it's like on the side oh my god yeah i was like what else am i gonna do oh my god for this poor kid i was so you hansen walked all the way to the top of the mountain (laughs) no so i was like chase i was like my crampon came off like blah 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 on the other foot yada 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 and uh he's like the summit's literally right there and i was like oh i was like screw that and so i just like (laughs) i was like whatever and it was really cool so also because i so they so Corey and I chose, they gave us the option of being on the same rope team or on different rope teams. Yeah. And we chose to be on different rope teams in case something happened to one of our rope teams. Then like. Oh my God. Yeah. You just gave me horrible chills. <laughs> God. Yeah. So that was something because some, Beth was telling us that her friend had done it oh. with a different guide service and they made her, this girl's husband and her be on separate rope teams. Okay. So that was something. So then Corey had asked Tyler at base camp and Tyler was like, it's completely up to you all, like what you want to do. And uh, we ultimately chose God me, to be on different teams. To like think about like, okay, if I died, are we going to both going to die? Are we, you know, oh my God. Yeah. And everybody was asking us, they were like, well, what happens if one of you doesn't make it? Like, is the other one going to stay with you? Like if we, one decides to quit or yeah. one gets altitude sickness. And I was like, no, the other person's uh, going. Right. Like, what are you talking right. about? I don't yeah. need somebody to sit and right. watch me. I was cry. like, why would I, why would I not let Corey go and right. do this? Because I can't make it, right. you know, right, or, right, right. you know, not that vice agree. versa would ever be an issue in our family, <laughs> but yeah. And, uh. So yeah, they were, cause Jeff was asking us that and I was like, so let's be honest guys, if one of us isn't going to make it, it's going to be me. And oh. they were like, not necessarily. And, no. uh, cause Tyler was ta- telling us about people that he thought like, um, were, you know, really fit and really great athletic and, but they don't apply the techniques. Right. Right. And so they can't make it. And then people that are really like n- not really prepared and you kind of yeah. look at people and you're like, I don't know that you're going to make it. They right. apply the techniques and they make it. And that's Brendan. Cause he does not ever exercise or anything, but he, that he, even when we hike to this day, he's like, he does the rest step, mm-hmm. you know, the like the knee lock and then the step and the knee lock. Yep. Yeah, that's how he hikes because he's like, I'm just, this is just what I do. Yeah. And it's great. And mm-hmm. I remember 
when we were, I think we were training for maybe St. Helens. Um, but you and I went out and did cable line and Brendan, Oh yeah. we went after work because it was so close and it was so quick. And Brendan was like teaching you us. And I, I don't remember that. I, yeah. I remember when you still like, had the white truck, neither of us had kids. Yeah, <laughs> it That's was. Why I don't remember. Yeah, Nobody it was. Go back that far. <laughs> okay, so Harper's five, mm-hmm. so it must have been six years ago. So then it probably was wow. either when we were doing Baker or right before St. Helens. But Brendan okay. taught me the rest step. Oh, on that for that That's hike. He, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah That's because it's does. a thousand feet of elevation in one mile. Right. And we so did the cable trail. Is that yeah, what you just the said? cable. Okay. Line. I remember. I remember going there. I just don't remember him. <laughs> oh yeah because I picked you up at your apartment and then he was like because we were training for something he was like have you heard of the rest step and I was like no what is that and then he like showed up he showed yeah, me you yeah. may have been like in the bathroom or something <laughs> and uh and yeah and that's how I learned oh. it so then yeah so we practiced that this weekend and stuff nice. so um nice. so yeah so the coolest thing is that Corey beats me at every hike we ever do and it really started to bother me so at one point yeah. I was like can we just finish our hikes together yeah. I would just like to finish our yeah. hikes together so ever since then he would like wait at the he would blow past me and then like well he was never behind me but he would always like wait at the trailhead yeah. for me and then nice. we would like finish in quotation marks yeah. finish uh, our hikes together <laughs> so when we did Rainier my rope team was ahead of his oh. so I summited before him oh <laughs> Oh, he didn't. He didn't know. He didn't care. But for me, it was like this whole thing Aww. of like, I had, su- I did not have a, a, the entire experience was not fun for me. It was like 40% fun right. and 60% tons of work. Yeah. Actually, it probably wasn't even that high of hard work, but um, but, but a lot. No, I know. Yeah, it's like, but like getting up the there and like and all that. Right. Yeah. And then I got to take pictures of like him and Beth coming in on Aww. the summit and into the crater. And it was Aww. just awesome. And then we just hung out like at the crater for like an hour and it was sunny and beautiful. And the it was, pictures you know, were absolutely it was the, awesome. The earth below mm-hmm. you in orange was yeah. absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We got to see the sunrise at our last, um, at our last stop. Ugh. And, uh, what was it? It was, I don't know, I think a ladybug. <clears throat> but, um, but yeah, it was actually one of the most amazing experiences of my life. And, you know, and it's like you get that far away from other people and that far up and you just, all you see is like mountains and then there's like atoms that comes out of nowhere and you're just like, that's fake. Like it literally looks like, um, uh, oh, I'm trying to think like, I don't even know. I can't tell. No, it looks... It, it I, looks yeah, fake. Yeah. It just looks like a cream puff on top of, like, <laughs> other, other br- uh, well, green and mountains. Thinking, like, what else is... That? It makes me always think... I mean, I have never summited Mount Rainier, but when I even just hike and, and, and experience that, of seeing the earth like that, is like, what is out there? And what is... It yeah. makes me, like, always question, what, yeah. what am I doing here? Am I doing oh. enough? Am I living authentically look how tiny we are compared to like everything yeah so this was like so here's like my my few favorite points and then we'll like talk about what happened with you like this week and stuff but um so think about it so we leave at one in the morning from base camp and it's just pitch black and it's just stars everywhere (coughs) and we had like the perfect orange crescent moon oh my god and then so which was just beautiful and i knew that like if i could get to that point because i just absolutely love the stillness of the middle of the night and only being able to Mm. see like 10 feet feet in front of you from your headlamp Mm -hmm. so it's literally like the person's feet in front of you Mm -hmm. the snow and the rope 
just illuminated by your headlamp. And you feel safe. Yes. Yeah. And you do feel safe despite like all of the things that could go wrong. Mm-hmm. So right before I fell asleep in our bunkhouse, I was like praying and I was like praying. I was like, God, pr- please just like protect our group. And, uh, and, and then like, I was like, let the mountain just be kind to us. I was yes. like, please like, and I just like, That's and that was kind good, of like, good prayer. yeah, like yes. that was kind of like my prayer, my mantra throughout the whole thing. I was like, yes. just let the mountain be kind to us yes. and like show us what it, what it's capable of. Mm-hmm but protect us, yes. you know, that yes. type of thing. Yes. Beautiful. And it, yeah. And it was awesome. So that was like the greatest thing. Cause then you can see like all the headlamps, like going up so high, like above you. And pictures. then you're like, I don't, I don't want to look up because I don't know. I don't want to know how far I have to go. Right. Right, 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 right. Um, I just need to focus on one step at a time. Right. And that's exactly what got me through. Cause I kept, mm-hmm. you know, there's that famous saying of like how to eat an elephant, like one, one bite, bite at a time. time. Right, and now right. my whole thing is like, how, well, how do you climb a mountain? Like one step at a time. And that's just yes. with anything. And it's just like, True. you've got to take it one. You can't, you can't look out into the distance. And I think that's a big reason that they want to maybe, I don't know if it is a reason or not, but it would make sense is why they make a start in the middle of the night. So you're not seeing like how far you have to go and then yeah. like get yeah. psyched out. Right. Um, so yeah, so we made it up and then coming down, um, it was just, so coming down, we hit the ladder again, but the platform of snow that the ladder was sitting on that you stepped down onto had melted away because it was so warm so the ladder is anchored and roped in okay so it's what to deep snow (laughs) (laughs) to a to a glacier to the mountain (laughs) and uh but it's not going anywhere okay so we get there and then they realize that we have no place to step so they had to like um kind of build like a side step for us and then they belayed us down into a, a serac. So you, do you know what a serac is? No. So a serac is like, instead of a crevasse is where the ground opens horizontally. Okay. okay. And it's like a deep cave that you would fall into. And die. Yes. Okay. Um, potentially. A serac <laughs> is basically like a vertical break in the snow. Okay. So it's almost like an ice wall oh. that separates. Oh. And then okay. there's like, a, if you fall, like that would be a crevasse. There's an end. Yes. No. Yes? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's just like a, a vertical ice wall as okay. a serac. Okay. Where, where the glacier shifts vertically instead of horizontally. Oh, gotcha. gotcha okay. okay. So we had to use this ladder to get down the serac. And the platform that it was resting on was gone. So it's literally just like <laughs> hanging there by ropes. <laughs> so we had to be belayed down as we're climbing down the mountain. They like roped us in and belayed us. Oh so God. if we did fall or we lost the ladder, they would just... Oh, my God. <laughs> so then we would be safe. The other fun thing about being 5'4", when everybody else on your team is six feet tall, is that I couldn't reach the little, like, ledge that they made. So they had to, like, grab. And you had to just trust and hold? No, so I was climbing down the ladder. But when you get to the bottom of the ladder, my legs still wasn't long enough to, like, reach. So they had to, like, grab my foot and, like, pull me out and then chase with, like, Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's scary. Yeah, it was actually, like one of the funnest parts oh good it good, was good, good, like good, good, good. because it was something that like we weren't expecting to experience yeah. oh my God. and I've always really enjoyed stuff like that so that was mm. really cool and mm. then like coming down um we so coming back down the cleaver it's super unsafe because there's just the the mount mount rainier is not made of really good rock yeah and it's a glacier so it's falling apart moving. essentially yeah, yeah, yeah it's moving all the time so there's lots of rock fall lots of ice fall which is why um, Disappointment Cleaver is so unsafe. 
So we can't, we come down from that. That was awful. That was almost as bad right, coming right. down as it was coming up because you're in crampons and you're on rock and mm. it's steep mm. and you can't, you have to be really careful and you're super close to each other oh. trying to be really careful and you're tired. Mm. So you're, you have lazy hiking right. feet. Right, right, so right. your feet like just don't do what you want it to do. And then your mm. crampons get stuck on each other and then they get stuck on rock and oh. it's just, it's just a freaking oh. mess. Um, so we finally get to the bottom of that and we're walking across the snow field and we get to see this like rock just it's like the size of my head just starts falling down and it like and so you, we kind of got to see like a little bit of a rock and then oh, as we're going across the next snow field God. we we hear like the cracks of either rock or ice yeah and we were just like and so then they're like all right guys let's like just keep moving fast we're not gonna run oh my like God. don't talk why because like Sound the vibration. sounds yeah yeah and which i didn't know was a thing either but they're like let's stay quiet and let's just keep moving as quickly as we can and like that was kind of cool to see like mother nature and like the mountain actually like doing what it's right. supposed to do right 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 but keeping but we were but safe, safe right yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then okay so we get so we get back to base camp safely we have an hour to like pack up and hang out and everyone's just like dead tired oh. and um so then at the bottom, so we leave Camp Muir, we get all our stuff, and Tyler, God bless Tyler, God bless all of those guys, <laughs> I know, they were right? like oh so amazing, yeah. and he basically was like, everyone's feet hurts, everyone's tired, like, whatever, he's like, we can get down quickly and painfully, or we can get down slowly and painfully, hmm. so let's have some fun <laughs> so we went boot skiing down and we just were like it just was like everybody just like took off and man those guys oh, can boot ski really? like they were like running down the mountain it was amazing and just running and just sliding yes and then we finally got to like the lower part of the snow field and there were some um glissade shoots mm. and so we just glissaded it was so fun so we get back to we get pretty much down to like paradise where all the tourists uh start again and they had these like really like short but steep shoots yes. so we were going to go climb those. over like the over the rocks and go around and then chase who was uh my guide <laughs> um he was like okay our team come over here or whatever so we all had like races down the deep shoots and he wouldn't like he wouldn't let anybody hike over he's like everybody's listening like it was so fun and then tyler of course was like too cool too cool for school because it was like a joke with him because i was like i just want to glissade down and i was told i could glissade I know, right? and so it was like a joke and i was like oh you're too cool for glissading and whatever so he boot skied down the like really steep oh, wow. one. Oh man it was impressive yeah it was wow. really cool in his hiking boots yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And then, uh, and then I, I seriously think the last thirty minutes hiking into paradise on like the concrete and the and stuff was mm. worse than <clears throat> the entire, <laughs> the worse yes. than the cleaver because like your feet are aching. I just wanted to take my boots <sighs> off and like walk on my bare feet. They were seriously? oh my gosh, my toes are oh. still kind of numb from like. Do you have like? And it's um, been three days. I had um I didn't do what you did, but when just when I hiked a serious hike. <laughs> my toenails like died like they were and mm. I keep them short but they were like pounded against the front and they were like mine all black. didn't so I rented the boots oh and I got the wrong size so when we were doing mountaineering school and thank goodness Jeff noticed this so I was walking we were coming down hiking down um Jeff noticed that my gait was kind of off because my toe oh. was slamming against the front of my boot oh. and so he's like you should probably check those out yeah and go back so I actually went back and I talked to the girl and I had gone a size up initially, and then she's like, you should probably go up another size. 
So I did. I went up a whole nother size in my mountaineering boot, and it was perfect. Oh, yeah. So really? my toes never hit the front. Oh, good. Okay. It, and they actually gave me like an extra tongue. Oh. Um, so it fit around like my ankle and the top. But like, thank goodness that those boots are incredible. The soles are so thick. Oh. That like there's so much stability in it, even when in your crampons. Like when we were hiking on the rock, like I would like roll my ankle, but like it didn't do anything because this the soles are so stiff wow. that they were there's so of, much stability. Uh, La Sportiva, the like high end brand. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> oh man, they're like four hundred fifty, five hundred dollars. I don't know what they are. Right, yeah. um, but people that I mean, people that wow, mountaineer and do right. that a lot, like it's a great investment, you right, know. Right. Um, but they were already broken in, so I didn't have any blister, no blisters, oh no problems. They were actually super comfortable. The only time that I got really um, like done with them was the last thirty minutes, but that's because we are hiking on concrete Ugh. on a pa- on pavement and that's not what they're made for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we'd been hiking for freaking 12 and a half hours. So, yeah. so um, yeah, what was your total time up and down? Okay. So I just actually, it was 11 and a half hours total, I think. So we, wow. we left base that's camp. actually pretty quick. It, it seems I like. I feel like it was despite all the quick. stops that we had to do. Yeah. So we left Camp Muir at 1 a.m. Okay. We got to the summit at 7.30 a.m. Okay. Left the summit at 8.30 and got back down to Camp Muir at 12.30 p.m. Okay. Noon. Oops, I already we lost count. Left, okay. We left Camp Muir on Sunday at around like 1.45, 2 okay. p.m. And got back down to Paradise at 4.30. So it took us about two and a half hours to get down. Okay. Um, not which is too which, bad. Which yeah. is normal, considering it took us five hours to get, to get up. up. Right. Um, and then we were back to uh, base camp at RMI and Whitaker Mountaineering in Ashford at 2. I mean, at wow. 5.30. And then we had, I had five slices of pizza in two It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I need that right now. I want yeah. five slices oh, of pizza. Oh, it was so great. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody was like... Um, so, yeah. So if you're going to do it... Because the other thing, too, is like with the food is which we didn't realize which jp um gave me the best tip ever was to take pop tarts and then connor suggested doing rice crispy treats because they're really light but they're like so when you're up there and you're at altitude like you don't want to eat and you don't want to drink anything so you always want to have something that's going that you want to eat so basically like junk food right quick sugar and doesn't take a lot of calories to chew oh and you want something that's this sounds gross but like you can dissolve easily <laughs> in your mouth yeah. because you don't feel like chewing. Right. You so don't pop feel tarts like yeah. are perfect. Right. Go, 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 yes. Go. Yeah. Oh, so man. I had four pop tarts, <laughs> two strawberry with frosting, and two brown sugar. Oh I traded God, Ben. Those are good. Yeah. Those I traded. I traded Ben for the brown sugar, and I gave him my strawberry, my second strawberries. Oh, strawberries. It felt like. So um, good. Oh. It felt like uh, lunchtime. So, yeah. like, oh, <laughs> Like, I'll trade you. <laughs> and then I, I survived on that. And then once we got to the summit and I felt better, I had my sam- my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And then, um, but yeah, it was just all just junk food because yeah. it's like, it just needs to be easy and light. Yeah. And yeah. I know Matt took um, pizza. Yeah. They cooked pizza the night before yep. and then they just wrapped it all up yep. in foil. Ben did that. And yeah. I think Beth did that too. But that was something that they recommended because they were like, yeah. Don't buy anything, like, don't sur- try and survive on bars and right. all that kind of You're stuff. you're not going to want to eat it. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And uh, so Tyler was telling us, he's like, I'd much rather have, like, cold pizza or whatever. Yeah. So a lot of people actually did that, and it was great. I took, Beth made this amazing breakfast casserole, and so I actually took leftovers of that yes. and ate it on the mountain. Oh. It was 
perfect. Oh my god! And then yeah. um, when we got back to Camp Muir after we had summited, I had packed up some macaroni and cheese I made the Ooh. night before. Ooh. Oh my god! Your yummy Velveeta, like your mom. No, makes? it wasn't. Okay. Oh well, man, I've this was like fancy stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. Um, that is fancy to me. <laughs> oh really? No, it was like goat cheese and Havarti Ooh, okay. and like Romano and Ooh. Asiago. Oh man, it was. Ooh. Oh man. Yeah, it was I'm good. And um, yeah, so that was it. And then we got down and it was, it was such an incredible experience. Like it really like reset me because, so when I first moved to Seattle, I remember like driving, I lived in West Seattle and I remember driving across the West Seattle bridge, talking to my best friend Shane on the phone as I'm going to the airport to pick my mom and my aunt up because they were coming to visit. I'd been in town for less than a week, maybe a week. Mm-hmm. And I'm driving across that bridge. And if you're from Seattle, you kind of know what that view looks like. The, the mountain is just there. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just looming over everything. And I remember looking over and seeing that and being like, oh, my gosh, I see the mountain. I'm like, Shayna, oh. I see the mountain. I know what everyone's talking about now. Like, it's amazing. And she was oh. like, don't lose that. Don't ever lose that. Like, oh. just remember this feeling. And, oh. like, and it was so great. Oh. So then, like. And then couple- you climbed that right. mountain. So here's the better part. A couple days later, my mom and my aunt and I went up to Paradise because that's a big touristy area, right? And that's where you go. Mm -hmm. And I had, like, my little tiny, like, backpack on, my North Face backpack that I bought because I like to go hiking in Ohio. Like, basically walking through flat woods. (laughs) And um, Sounds like my kind of hiking. Right? So (laughs) I I had that and um, had some water and some snacks and stuff in it. And I remember seeing, like, all of the, like, professional guides and stuff with their big backpacks and their axes and their boots. And everybody looks so professional and dirty and smelly and tired. Real. Yes. Mm. And I was like, I'm this is where I'm supposed to be. Yes. Like it was just yes. kind of like that moment where it like lit this oh, thing in me where I was like, this good. is where I'm supposed to be. Good. I was like, I can't wait to do that. And I like hiked up a little bit farther than them, but then there was snow, um, pretty low. And, um, and so I just turned around and I just, cause, and also I wasn't comfortable there. Like I didn't know right. how to, you know, yeah. follow trails or anything like that yet. Right. And, um, so then when we showed up on Saturday morning to start the hike, I was like, I, it was kind of, I got like kind of emotional cause I was yeah. like, this is this is it where like, it began yeah that's where it started and then when we came down i like i definitely like teared up and i was like Aww. i'm that person like i'm that dirty yes. smelly gross yes person. and that inspired you to get to where you are today yes yes and i was like i'm one of those people yes. that all of these people and i hope that somebody's like watching us yes and being, like i, I want to be out do there that. yeah yes. it was so great oh i love that yeah. i absolutely love that that is such a wonder that yeah. is that's like what they call like the snake biting its tail right yeah like full, circle of, full circle yeah for yeah. sure but then yeah. yeah so now what's next because a huge well and i don't expect you to know but i mean <laughs> but my forever question well, what's I'll next right I, I think mean, we're gonna try little tahoma next little tahoma is Which is actually right next to Rainier. Rainier? Okay, but it looks like a freaking foothill. Cause, yeah, because Mount Rainier is so. Big. But it must be something. It's that like eleven thousand feet. But yeah, but still okay. Yeah, so I don't know that. I kind of am like, let's go do that now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because we're already ready. We know how to do this now. But I mean, it's not something else that like. We're never going to stop hiking, and right. we're never going to stop climbing mountains. Right. That's really... I mean, Would you take your kids on Tahoma? Yeah. So, not right now. No. Okay, okay. Um, depending on the... I don't know if you need to be roped in or know, like, oh. the technical stuff, oh. but if you do then absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'd probably... We would definitely go with people who know how to do that. Right. Um, but if you don't, if it's, like, Adams and you can just go hike it, then, yeah, we would. Yeah. Um, as soon as they 
feel like they're ready. Yeah. Um, but my new goal now is to take the kids like when they turn 16 because I was with this like father and daughter and it was so inspiring. She was so positive and I'm so glad that like I was on a rope with them that they just were like were so amazing we were like boot skiing down and brian the dad was like you're like a completely different person i was like well yeah (laughs) (laughs) of course what's that feel good yeah so they i mean they saw me puke more more than they probably wanted and yeah it was it was just really it was just such a fantastic experience it almost feels like your birthday huh like the best birthday ever like it's my day like i did this i did this yeah and people are always like congratulations and i'm like thanks like it still feels really surreal right right like i am so glad that i have the yeah i wonder how many percent deal here in the whole world do that i bet you a very 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 small percent i don't think many and the ones that try the success rate of summoning is 50 percent 50 percent wow that's not high. No, that is not no. good. That's half, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, Thank you, Mrs. Ferguson. Mrs. Ferguson. Mouth. She's my math teacher. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's what I would uh, I would definitely recommend if you want to do this. I think we'll probably do that in the next five years or so. That's been a goal of Brendan's to do it with me, but I don't know if... We should all go... <laughs> Does he know, like, all the rope stuff and... Um, or would he go with he a guide service? He probably would say he does, and I wouldn't trust that because he he's probably been with a guide service like four times, mm. and and all his friends have, and then they're like, we've been with a guide service so this time, we don't need to do it. I still would say that's cool, Brennan, but yeah. <laughs> you still need a guide service. I would always go. I will always go with RMI. I feel like really? I am, okay. they're expensive and they're and they're the best yeah. for a reason. Right, 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 right. And, and so, why would you take anything less if you're going up a goddamn mountain with your life and you have kids right, sitting exa- at home? Oh yeah, exactly. Right, and right. that was something that I was actually really worried about. Like obviously, like really stressed about going into it because we had to like write our will at the last minute and like all that and like who would take the kids and oh my god it was just like i mean because oh and and it wasn't like i wasn't worried that we were going to do something stupid like fall in a crevasse right. or whatever right. i was more worried of like getting hit by a rock or like an avalanche right. and things you can't control right um god. But yeah but i will be loyal to rmi forever and if i can like request our same guides i will because our group was fantastic oh. everybody was like the most positive oh. and encouraging and they That's were so deal. great and even um yeah like i know they were fresh i'm sure chase was frustrated with me because i'm like <laughs> this old mom that like can't breathe and stuff but man he didn't show it at all like he was so great you're this old mom yeah you're and, not um, an old mom and then this guy nevin who was Corey on Corey's rope team so there's like groups that go up like every few days oh. right so it's like so we were when we were summiting there was a group climbing to base camp there okay. was a new group just starting mountaineering school and then there was a brand new oh, group just starting orientation oh, yeah, it's a business yeah so I it mean. just like goes through wow. everything so then when we left then the next group went and summited and you know all that so kind those of stuff guide services are summiting like three times a week oh they're summiting every day they're trying to summit every day there's groups going every day Whoa. Yeah, it's not That's the same. Job? It's not the same guides. Oh, okay. I'm no. Like, oh my God! I seven. I summited seven no. times this week. But this is my story about our guide who did it back to back. Oh yeah. my! God. So Nevin, this cute little, adorable, cute oh little twenty-seven-year-old oh. ex-marine. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So let's preface with that, right? Yeah, yeah. Of how good of a shape he's <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. So he was with the the group that went that was up there the day before. So he was already at Camp Muir. 
they did not, they were not able to summit. They got up above the cleaver, um, and I think a little farther, but then they got turned back by rain and wind. Um, So they came back down to Muir. Their whole team left, and he stayed. So typically what happens, you show up on Thursday, you have your head guide that does orientation. On Friday, you get a second guide for mountaineering school. On Saturday, you get your third guide that hikes up to Muir with you and then stays with you and hikes up to the summit. Okay. So on Saturday, our third guide, I guess, had some medical issues and never and like wasn't able to come into work. Oh. So they asked Nevin to stay at Camp Muir and meet us and then summit. Yeah. Back to back. Yeah. Oh, my God. So he got up. Saturday morning, Saturday morning, yeah, probably around 12 or 1, hiked up the cleaver, which is the hardest part. Oh, my God. Got over halfway to the summit, turned his team around. Like, they're working. They're guiding. Like, the re- oh like my it's not God. just, like, a lazy yeah, hike of, like, yeah. it's just me. Right. They're literally, like, trying, like, guiding Saving people. and lives. Yes, oh making God. sure people don't die, right? Jeez. Comes back down. His team leaves, and he just hangs out at Mirror until we get there. Wow. And then goes up to the summit with us. And then he came all the way back down. <laughs> and we were like, when we got back to Mirror, we were like, are you staying for another group? And he was like, fuck no. He was like, I've gotten three hours of sleep in the last like 48 hours. Oh, like I'm going to bed. Because God. they're serving us, right? Like they're serving us water. They're cleaning bunkhouses. They're like oh. up and like they're listening to the weather. They're right. making sure the routes are right. Figuring out what time is going to be the best to leave. It's amazing. Wow. So then the best is, so Tyler, our head guide, whose wife is amazing um, and summited uh, Everest. She's the first American woman to summit Everest without oxygen. Wow. Yeah. Like Holy in- shit. Incredible. Yeah. Like they're, they're legit people. Wow. So she, um, so anyways, so he, when we get back all the way down and we're having pizza and beer or whatever, he was like a completely different person. And I was like, are you so relieved now? I was like, are you like just totally relaxed because we all got back safe? And he was like, oh. and he was like, oh yeah. yeah and it just yeah. was, and I was like, oh yeah, y'all are working. Oh it's just God. like, it was it was great. So God, that's a job for a young person, right? Like that is a yeah. job. Like, so Tyler's my age. He's like 35, 36, I think you said. Yeah. Um, so which is why he's the head guide. Oh, but the younger guys are like mid twenties. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's why they have so much energy. And I'm right. like, you know what, Nevin, exactly. you can survive on three hours of sleep. You <laughs> exactly. little cutie patootie. <laughs> You're under 30. You're good. You're mm-hmm. good. You think this guy wants to come to secret park and hang out or is he going to swing? I don't know. <laughs> ruin our ruin our time. But yeah. Oh my gosh, it's been an hour. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Dang. That was awesome. Well, I'm sorry that that was all about me. No, that was great. I I've been waiting to hear that. And oh, yeah. I've actually been thinking. I've actually been really worried. Like, I, Brendan had some really like emotional experiences when he didn't have enough oxygen, and yeah, and he doesn't have those, and so. He came back last time just from Camp Mir- or Paradise. I don't even know where they went. He went hiking with Harper, and he they came back, and he was on the can those cans of oxygen. He was so sick. Really? He's got to learn some breathing <laughs> techniques. The push breath. He sees work. That saved my life. It. it really did. Yeah, yeah he doesn't even know. Well, this is the other thing. So kind of coming like full circle with CrossFit. Like, mm-hmm. so there were six of us, right? Six of us from Mercer Island CrossFit. This guy, Brendan, mm-hmm. from Michigan, also does CrossFit. And he was like, I did no training because it's Michigan and it's flat. Oh. He was like, the highest thing that I had climbed was a 200-foot sand dune. But he did CrossFit 
five to six days a week. Nice. And he made it. The nice. altitude got to him, yeah. but he was strong enough to make it. Like, he felt like crap when we yeah. got to the summit, but all of us did. We were, yeah. well, except for, like, Corey and Jeff. <laughs> um, so... But yeah, so it was such a like testament of like how great of like a baseline fitness like CrossFit is and that like we wouldn't have been able to do this had we not had that foundational like fitness and the fact that like we really didn't do a whole lot of we didn't do as much training hikes as Jeff did. Jeff felt awesome but because he did like so many training hikes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and CrossFit on the side. Oh ben, I was actually surprised because he did a ton of training, but... Um, Is Ben Beth's husband? No, Ben mm. Vandevin. Have mm. you met him? Big beard. Oh, no. Tall, tall dude. Super friendly guy. Okay. He comes at 7 a.m. Oh, oh, yeah. Which yeah. Is, oh, sometimes he comes at 11.30. Oh. But, yeah. But he did a ton of training, too, but the altitude got to him because he was on okay. Tyler's rope, and we were doing the switchbacks, oh. and they, like, cut through. Like, they had to basically, Fast. like, pfft, yeah. And then mm. he was sucking air and wasn't efficient. Oh. So, I mean, if you're going to do any kind of mountaineering, it's all about the efficient, like, breathing and, the, like, the rest step. And the cool thing is that, like, that I loved was that like these guides there's nothing that they told us that was wrong like everything that they suggested or recommended was spot on and they know what they're doing they know how to take care of people and they care about people it's not like we just want you to get to the summit so we can say like we've had so many summits and blah 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 blah. it's like no we want to like we love the outdoors and we want people to like know how to do it and and like yeah and because of that experience and like every time I called to like ask questions I got a real person and they were like oh great right (laughs) they were like oh yeah what questions do you have and I was like so this and they were like okay so here's what you would I would recommend for this and blah 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 it was amazing I have nothing but good things to say about RMI the guides the whole experience the only like negative feelings that I have for it are are based on my performance and that's my pride <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything else yeah. and it has to do with the my like lack of training and my pride but and you're very well trained and having a baby just over a year ago isn't it mm-hmm. i mean come on you, you if you're not even two years out you're not anywhere near back to yourself right i'm sorry I mean, yeah so I it's amazing that you did that in that state because and we survived it <laughs> i've had two and it wasn't until they're both were two that I was like I'm sort of who I was yeah physically mentally together yeah <laughs> that's what I've heard two yes. years until yeah. you actually start to feel like normal again yeah so good for fucking you god that's Thank amazing you. that's just yeah. fucking awesome that's yeah. something that will, yeah I can't wait I actually can't wait to go back again like I'm really? excited to do all this stuff again yeah with your kids or I don't think I would ever take the kids <laughs> up the mountain it's just too dangerous for mm. any for any mountain okay um but right now, yeah. I think yeah. Landry, when she gets to be like six or seven, mm-hmm. you know, it'll be a little bit easier. And we'd probably start with something light like St. Helens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or even Ad- Adams is pretty high. It's 10,000 feet. But um, you know what? When we did Haleakala in Maui, mm-hmm. that was 10,000 feet. And I lost my mind because mm-hmm. I, I, that was we drove to the top. We drove to the top, and all of a sudden, I was like, "What?" Oh the man! The altitudinous. I lost the trail in front of me. I literally yeah. lost the trail in front of me because we were so out of it from probably drinking a lot, and we didn't, we just drove to the top, and we we're like, "Whoa, oh my God, we're hiking in the crater!" But that was ten thousand feet, and that was mm-hmm. insane what the altitude did to us. Yeah, it's it, you you cannot underestimate the altitude. Yes. Like that's the biggest thing. That was like <clears throat> Mother Nature's punched your face. It's true. <laughs> yeah. 
so yeah so we don't have anything else to uh tell you to do or (laughs) you know no i was thinking (laughs) our goals oh (laughs) because you had asked that like a long time ago (laughs) but uh that's amazing though that is a lifetime goal that i'm sure people work in i mean i've never done it i i'm do you want it would you ever want to do it absolutely but i'm really afraid what are you afraid afraid of i'm afraid i'm gonna i'm gonna be the person that I, i will say yeah i'm gonna see right here yep 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 and i don't know i yeah i I that no you won't because you'll tra- you'll train true but what do you so I remember you doing a thousand box steps yeah Chad the uh, hero wide Chad and so, I did that multiple times uh, I, because uh, like well yeah. when you're when you're training for mm-hmm. this and you're a mom mm-hmm. and you run your own business mm-hmm. you really don't always have five hours to train. go out into <laughs> right the woods and hike right so you've got to figure it out so you have to put extra weight on yourself so i think that was one of the things that actually helped us because our packs felt super light because every time we've hiked from the very beginning we've been carrying our children marcus marcus (laughs) was about well now he's probably 22 23 (laughs) pounds he's a he's bite-sized he's tiny but but pacey's only 27 i gotta weigh her again it's been at least a month yeah and landry's like around 30 so when we started, Marcus was 21, Landry was about 31. Yeah. And then um, obviously they gained a few more pounds, but which was perfect because yeah. that's exactly what we trained at. So we'd always been carrying weight. And then when I would hike by myself without him, I would add a little bit. Like and, to your backpack? Mm-hmm. Like water yep, bottles? I had, or uh, I had sandbags. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I did. I had sandbags from the gym. Ah, so oh. I always hiked with at least 25 pounds. So the packs never felt heavy. Mm. Um I think of my kids as my 45 and my 25, even though they're not 25, been 45. But mm-hmm. I think of them and I'm like, oh man, I can use lift a bar, but I can't lift this one by the armpits because it's really heavy. Oh it's yeah, yeah. It's grip. um, yeah. I'm like, I feel like I can't <laughs> stop smiling about it. It's so awesome. When I did my first and only triathlon, I felt like it was my birthday. Like I mm-hmm. earned my birthday. Like I felt like, wow, I am. This is what a birthday should feel like. Like, it's all about me today. I did something on my own accord and not competition with anybody else. And I finished. And it was like, it was, that was the, I've never felt a feeling like that before. Mm-hmm. So I sort of can identify with you. Although that was like 15 years ago. <laughs> well, no, it's the same thing. Like anytime you like work really hard to accomplish yeah. something. Yeah. <coughs> excuse me. Like any type of goal. Right. You're going right. to feel like that. And right. you're just going to be like, I did this. Right. It's always so, like, weird to me. I guess it's hard for me to identify with people who don't have that drive, you know, that aren't like, no, I just don't, I don't care, or I don't, you know, because I just feel like you get so much. And I did a lot of this when I was working at Ryther with, like, the experiential therapy with, like, kids of, like, how do you, like, talking about emotion regulations and, like, feeling identification of, like, when you're doing really hard things and you, like, accomplish it, you're pushing yourself and you want to quit or you're just like, I can't do this. This is not going to happen. And it's like, well, why don't you take one step and then we'll take two steps and then we'll take another one. And then soon you're, you're back where you started, you know, or you're, you've met your goal. And isn't that all of life? Oh, well, sure. Never, I never feel like I get to a point where I'm like, gosh, everything is just well, no, everything's even and good, but not to a point where like it's so good that it couldn't get any better. And then, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, it's it's yes. all a work in progress and and continually. Sure. Have you read what Corey wrote on our blog? No, and I wanted to. Okay. I hoped you were going to say that. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna read it because okay. I feel okay. like I, ooh, here do your password. Oh, because I feel like this. I didn't know do you need the he, internet. What do you need? Yes, I need our blog. I didn't realize that he was. I didn't know that Corey could write so well. Because that really inspired me, and I. I didn't read it because I wanted you to. I want. Oh, I was really? really excited. To I'm gonna hear. read it here. Yes, I want to hear. Because he like this is the perfect um, description of a the hike, but it's such a great analogy for life. And I was like, I read that and I was like, where did you steal that from? <laughs> I was like, who wrote that? He's like, I wrote that. And I was like, what? Oh my god! Because like when we do our newsletters and stuff, like I always have to like correct his grammar and. <laughs> Like, whatever. And, oh, my gosh. It's so funny. So, I'm going to read this. Okay. And it's, ugh. I might actually cry because when Aww. I first read it, like, I cried. Aww. Okay. So, this is Corey's, um, this is on our blog from, so, it's uh, mercerislandcrossfit.com, and it's blog post number 3418, Mount, Rear, Mount Rainier Success. And so, it's posted on Tuesday, uh, July 30th, 2019. Um, so, this is Corey's kind of, like, personal lesson lesson learned mm. um okay hold on yeah let I'm me, let me wet my let throat me, let me wet my throat too just to listen <laughs> okay i learned a very oh gosh your screen is so small I know. um i learned a very valuable lesson on the mountain this weekend and i wanted to share it with you all i found it to be an amazing analogy for our lives and our own personal challenges and mountains when we left base camp, Camp Muir, at 1 a.m., the only thing we could see was what the light from our headlamps showed us, which was about 10 to 12 feet straight ahead. We climbed and climbed, one step at a time, not being able to see the route, the mountain, or anything other than the next step we needed to take. Eventually, the sun rose and we summited the mountain. It was then that we started to head back down by the light of day. We could see the route, miles and miles of it. The extremely steep terrain, the dangerous rockfall areas, known as the bowling alley. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. The even more dangerous crevasses that are thousands of feet deep, the overhanging snow and ice, and the sheer size of the challenge we had just faced. Sitting there looked... <laughs> sitting there looking at the vast distance back down, speculated, speculated how if the trip started in the light of day rather than the night, so many more people would never even attempt the climb or give up only partway. It looks too hard. It's too far to go. It's too dangerous. But when you just focus on one step at a time, not looking around, not looking to jump to the top in one step, but just doing what you can, one little, one little step by one little step, Aww. it becomes doable. It is manageable and you become successful. It's perfect. Our goals and challenges in life are really able to be accomplished in one easy step. They can be very big and scary, and they will definitely take a lot of hard work. When we look around too much or at how far we have to go, we doubt ourselves and back down from the hard work. Put your headlamp on, mm -hmm. move one step at a time, mm -hmm. and don't look up until you're at the summit. Mm. Oh. So now, I'm, now I'm crying. Now we're all crying. <laughs> <laughs> now everyone's crying. Fuck you, Corey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. You hadn't read that yet? No, because I was waiting. I actually, I, I knew that if I read it, I would have, I would know ahead of time. And I wanted to know from you, I wanted to hear it from you. Because when you said, I didn't, I couldn't believe he could write this. I was like, I could read it on my own. But I want to hear how you interpreted it. Because oh. 
that's like that's a beautiful gift of love that's a beautiful that's a beautiful example of what you share together and Mm -hmm. I learned from that I want to have that relationship with my husband and have an open dialogue and we do but it always takes other people to show their example so that I can feel comfortable and I'm saying that for Brendan (laughs) (laughs) so Brendan can feel good right (laughs) because there's so much fear around being our true self about fears and a big thing like climbing Mount Rainier and especially for a guy like Corey being a firefighter being a CrossFit gym owner and member you know what I mean like yeah you you have a big chew to fill there yeah that's a big firefighter boot you know sure yeah and so for him to to write all that it was hard for him too is like oh okay now I don't feel so bad right yeah (laughs) actually and it kind of normalizes right everything of yeah. like okay if you're feeling if you see the glory and all that and 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 I'm crying because I'm reading that yeah <laughs> you know? it's so true and this Man. is something that's always been like so evident in our relationship is like something that I'm feeling internally so when I was climbing and all I could see was what was in front of me I mm. didn't even want to look up the mountain right. because I didn't want to know how far I had to go I just wanted to look and see my headlamp and that was my that kind of like birth of children and like kind of your first couple months (laughs) yeah I I think kind of (laughs) but it's just like (laughs) I didn't want to see anything outside of the the light of my headlamp I just wanted to see my foot moving one step at a time and And that that is legit like what got me through so much of that hike where I was like okay we made it through half. We're halfway there. Yeah. All right, take a couple more steps. Now we're over halfway there. All right, now we only have 45 minutes left to go. Like right. now, like we are so far, it's it's happening. Yes. Like, you know, and so it's like, if you just take it one step at a time, soon you're over halfway there. Right. Soon you're more than halfway there. Soon you're at the summit. Right. And so that was something that really got me through. So it was actually like really cool to come back. And he never told me any of that. I re- like, I legit my like read it God. on the blog. Oh my and, God. Right. And so I was like, oh my gosh. Like, and so I loved reading that. that Yeah. And it just was like, it was so amazing because, and this has been, you know, in our relationship too, like in our marriage where I will feel something and like something that like I'm feeling like some kind of encouragement or whatever of like trying to get through something. And then he's feeling the same thing. And then later after the experience is over, then we share it and we're like, Oh, I was feeling the same thing. Yes. And like that got me through this. And yes. it's and you just can magnify it. I, I really yeah. feel like that's like your, like your, your zipper, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got to have your zipper. If there, if that one piece is missing, that zipper doesn't work. Right. And yeah. you're stuck down here. And yeah. That, those other ones don't, those other rungs don't go. Yeah, you got you and Brendan need to need to do this. We, we should to. just all do it. We should. We should. You know, I mean, what's it, really scary to me is when you just said that you had to talk about going on different lines. I my brain kind of sticks on that because it's like, holy shit. Yeah. Oh my god. You know, I think about it sometimes like writing your will before you right? leave to be like just I, in case I don't come back. Right. Yeah. Thinking who would raise your So I'm not ready to even think that thought yet. Yeah. Without, so he, yeah. here's the scary part. So we got back late Sunday night and then got up Monday morning and started demoing our kitchen. Oh, oh, yeah. how's that going? Oh, man. <gasps> what, what does it look like right now? It's awesome. It's a shell. It's okay. a complete shell. Where are you doing your dishes and stuff? Uh, in the bathroom sink. <laughs> and we're eating off paper plates and plastic. Where, what are you eating? Um, everything microwavable. Okay. Um, my mother-in-law is doing most of it, actually. I should probably go so I can get them... Uh, get them nah. food I'm but just um okay yes yeah, so we're getting pizza tonight and um where are you getting pizza from i don't know i think probably this place called little size out by us in snow oh, yeah. i've seen that sign yeah do you really have good. you ever eaten anise thai yeah 
Oh. That place is so good. Oh my god. I'm we can't. We have to do like American food for my. Kids. No, for my. No, my kids oh. eat everything. I was like, you my, yeah, yeah. no, my father in law. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my older <laughs> child in my house. <laughs> No. He wants the burgers and fries. Yeah, he wants oh, burgers okay. and fries okay. and pizza. And pizza. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to pick up pizza on the way home. But, um, but yeah, so we, I was going to do, like, this whole nutrition, um, like, video series on, like, even if you're going through re- uh, renovations, like, you can still eat healthy. And we have, we have, like, the healthy snacks out. We still have our refrigerator plugged in. We don't okay. have an oven, but we have our grill on our back porch. Okay. Um, I've got the... What did you eat for lunch? Like, what did you eat? For me? Yeah. Uh, today, I actually had like lunch meat and she because I was at the gym oh, so yeah. I had lunch meat and then I had veggies and hummus oh well, so it was like super good. boring but but good at least yeah. yeah and then I went over to new seasons and bought some like frozen like gluten-free burritos and oh um the best. yeah they have, have you really had their breakfast food. burritos yet no oh my god oh my god are they good yeah they have a vegetarian one they have a uh a, a vegan one and then they have a bacon sausage one Oh, that's right. I get all of them. They're amazing. Oh, really? Absolutely. What's in the vegan one? Uh, tofu. Gross. And spicy. No, oh, it's good. It, it tastes like no. eggs. Christy, tofu <laughs> is not real food. <gasps> oh, my God. Is this, not... a, is this an opening? I have to tell you about my tofu cookbook. Oh, Not geez. mine. I'm just getting It's not mine. It's no, my aunt's. I don't, I don't care. Uh, I don't want to hear about your tofu cookbook. We are changing, we are changing the way you're thinking about tofu, sister. No. I'm going to make you, <laughs> I'm going to make you some no, tofu you... potato salad. You will never oh, know. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. my God. You will love it. You'll be like, what is this, Chrissy? This is so addictive. I must have the recipe. And I'll no, say, I'm going to be like, Chrissy, this tastes disgusting because it's tofu. <laughs> to- no. Oh, my God. Parmesan. Tofu is not real food. Oh, my God. I, you're true. That's true. It doesn't grow anywhere. But tofu parmesan. Oh my well, God. you put Parmesan on anything, and it's going to taste good. True. Good point. <laughs> Thank you. Spinach tofu Parmesan. It's oh. delicious. I'll make uh. it, and you'll be like, what is this? And I'll, I okay, won't tell fine. you. I'll be like, it's just really good. Question. Do you have an Instapot? No, no. you have an air fryer. Air fryer. That's yeah. right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I love, by the way, which I would totally, if you have kids, buy it. Yes. I've heard, and my mother-in-law has an air fryer. So she melted the top to my crock pot because, <laughs> and then cracked my crock pot. What? Yes. Because the her- big ceramic thing? Because they put it in the oven. Yeah. Which I didn't think you could do, but Cora was like, so apparently you can't put a crock pot in the oven. And I was like, okay, great. Can someone buy me an Instapot now? Because I'd rather have that than a crock pot. (laughs) Yeah, I did. And she was actually going to ship me her pressure cooker, like her mother's pressure cooker that she used because I want to learn how to can stuff. Mm. And an Instapot is a pressure cooker, a slow cooker, an Instapot, and it also is a rice cooker and like does something else. It's like seven in one or something. Uh, so I borrowed Sunny's one right, day. Right, right, right. And I love it. And so it was, we found it on Amazon for like 60 or $70. Okay, and not she was bad. like, well, if I was gonna like ship you our pressure cooker, it was gonna be $30. So I'll give you that $30 towards your Instapot. What? So now I'm like, do I want to spend $50 on an yes. Instapot or should I wait till Christmas? Oh, there we go. <laughs> so I'm thinking I'm going to like hang off. So hang you have out. the patience. I do have the patience. Like, spin, 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 spin. <laughs> so I have the patience because my husband um, has better patience than I do. <laughs> Brendan does too, but it doesn't make me any more. Well, here's what I think about too. Makes me more fun. Because an Instapot's $80. Okay. And in my mind, I'm like, I can wait till Christmas. You're so six months. Yeah. Five months. Yeah. Or I can buy it now and not have my kitchen now. Oh, so go. everything in there our life go. now is like, do you want the kitchen 
or do you want an Instapot? See, and we need to keep talking about this because that is the reality of life. Yeah. And I am such a, like, spend all your money, give it to everybody. <laughs> yeah. Not really. I'm very I, much like giving away about giving away I'm money. Not because I'm trying to give. Like, I just think Well, I like taking care of people. And, yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. That, yeah. that's just like the yeah. reality of my personality is I yeah. love taking care of people. Yeah. So, and part of the way that I do that is just like, giving them things yeah. or like buying them support things support their taking, business yes you know like my exactly friends or like, yeah, I buy that I, you know yeah, yeah or like small businesses yes. and I don't care if it's more and Corey gets so mad at me and I'm like dude we own a small business right. like why that would is, you get so mad about yes. us like not supporting but he probably turns right around when you explain that to him right like he's somebody sometimes that seems logical he seems yeah. a little bit logical yeah. I think we talked about this like last week with the money management thing, but I, where I'd be like, hey, I didn't spend any money today. And he's like, good for you. You didn't spend any money for one day. Like, And then I'm walking around the house, yeah, woo. Just kidding. That's because I would say that to my Actually, we've been trying to tell each other every day how much we spend. It's not working because I'm lying. Cause wow. I'm okay, first of all. Okay, first of all, don't lie to your husband. I know. That's good point, in, good point. That's gotten me into trouble. It was literally the worst day of our Next marriage. Next episode. Yeah. Um, don't lie to your husband. <laughs> Second of all, try not to focus your marriage on money. I know. Focus your marriage on why you love your husband. Yes. And what you all are growing and building together. Completely. Why do you have to tell each other how much you spend every day? I know. I know. And, and, and really, because I, I said to Brendan, I need to tell you out loud so that you can regulate me. Because if I'm like, well, in, for instance, today I bought lunch, uh-huh. which I didn't plan on. I brought my lunch, but I ate it. And then I was still hungry at like three. So I was like, well, I'll go get a $13 salad. That seems legit. That's Oh good. my gosh. Right. So then I get that. Frickin and then see, Adel, stop. I know. Guys. I know. Guys. <laughs> Stop paying thirteen dollars for salad. It literally takes like two dollars to make a freaking salad. A delicious salad. I know everything that was on it was stuff I'd eat from home that I have in my fridge, and I know that. All right, I, that pisses me off. But no, I would I would do the same thing if I was hungry. But it's like yeah, go get a salad. Yeah. But it just makes me so angry how expensive salads are, and I'm like these ingredients literally cost like less than five dollars, exactly. and you're charging fifteen dollars for it. I know. I know. And I'm still hungry. I know. I An know. hour later, and I couldn't eat it all because my client was there, so I was like, blah, 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 and then I threw it away. And then, but the good thing about that is, if there's any good piece about that, is that it's a small business. So I'm like, here's your money. Here's your oh money. yeah, and <laughs> here's your money. Take it all. All right, just take it. <laughs> and when I leave, I'm like, see you tomorrow. And she's like, see you tomorrow. Oh jeez. <laughs> I know. Uh, they this know is when why they I can never you. work in like downtown Seattle because there's so many good food places. You know what? Let's find them because I want to find some good food. I don't eat good food anywhere. I eat up at my cafe at Harborview, and Ugh. across the street at. There's a place like a, a couple places like man. So I would love when do, we get some, some sponsors. Yeah, <laughs> we get some sponsors. Like where did we eat that one time on Capitol Hill with Jenny? The Capitol, the Capitol Grill, Capitol Grill, Capitol like Cider, cool, Capitol Cider, Capitol Cider. Oh, it was either Capitol Cider or um, Quinn's. Okay. Yeah. I, I will never know. Um, that was super fun though to go try delicious food because you know. What's mm-hmm. good? I don't know why. I, Brennan does not like food. He could eat like a milkshake every day and be like, I'm okay. He could have a boost or an insure. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be fine. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, he does no. not care at all. Negative. Yeah, me I need too. like good food me all the time. Too. It's actually like killing me that I don't have a kitchen right now. Right. Yeah. Right. This it's is really, really hard. Yeah. It's really hard. But I know that like in two and a half more weeks, I will have 
two and on Friday. So I'll have an oven. Picked out that you love. Did you? Get, you didn't get your farmhouse sink, which is okay, right? You know what? Thanks for bringing that up. I'm sorry. Thanks for no rubbing cry. sand in the wound. <laughs> Thanks, Christy. I forgot about the farmhouse sink. I just want to sink. remind you yeah. that you didn't get so it. So <laughs> for those of you all who are listening, the one person, if you're trying to thank ever remodel, <laughs> yeah, thanks, Kelly. If you're trying to remodel your kitchen, here's something we did not know. I distinctly remember telling our designer that I wanted a farmhouse sink because yeah. it has been my dream from the very beginning. Yes. I grew up in the South. I love farmhouses. I want to have a farm. I want to have a big open farm house, yes. literally, with a garden and kids running in and out and tearing things up yes. and just like all the bikes in the front yard. Like yes. that is my dream. Yes. And me too. for some reason, the sink just like emulates all of that yes. to me. I yes. don't know why. I yeah. didn't grow up with one, whatever. It's just a big, deep tub. Right. So farmhouse sinks are very heavy, which means that the cabinets below need to be reinforced to support the weight of the farmhouse mm. sink. So when we went into whatever, um, to the designer and they didn't remember that I had said I wanted a farmhouse sink, they were like, oh, it's another $750 extra just for the cabinets below the sink. Not including the price of the sink, which is almost, it's between five and, 500 and $1,000 depending on the weight of the sink. Oh so, uh, and then, so this is the other part that pisses me off is that Corey signed up for overtime to pay for the sink. And when he called to ask me if we had anything going on, I missed the phone call. So he missed signing up for overtime. So I did not get my farmhouse sink, (laughs) which I'm still pissed about because I'm like, you're punishing me because I didn't answer my phone, which was not the case. Right. But I didn't get my farmhouse sink. But so. you know what I like about that story is that you really respect his decision and don't yes. fight about it. And, and, and no. you take each other's opinion and decisions 100%. Yes. I, I think that's amazing. I, I totally, totally respect that. Oh, well, thank you. That's, that's very sweet. Because that's tough. That's a really tough spot to be in. It's I know. really hard. Yeah. yeah. And I was really mad because I was like, so yeah. you're, you're literally punishing me because I didn't answer my right. phone. Like, this is not fair. Right. Because this is the one thing out of my new kitchen that I wanted. Right. And you are telling me because I didn't answer my phone. I don't that, like, I don't get it. Get it. Right. Like, that's not fair. Right. So I, I definitely came around and it was kind of this whole thing of like, is it a materialistic thing? Is it a, um, trendy thing? Is it, or is it for you to even like question it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is a lot of money for us. You know, it's a a whole new kitchen. So I don't know where the story started, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, the damn sink. (laughs) Yes. So we did not get the sink, but we got a cool sink, which I think will be oh, great because good, good, it's good. an undermount sink. So you can just brush all the like crap yeah. into it. Yeah. It's, um, it's still a big, big sink, but it's like a, th- a 60, 40 split. So oh. we have like a little side, but it's yeah. a low divide. So you oh, can good. put your big pots in, which was ultimately like yeah. my big plan. Yeah. What about the arch thing? The arch thing. Or the like. The hose. faucet? Yeah. The faucet. Yeah. The faucet. So I did buy the faucet. It's not yeah. the one that you all had, mm-hmm. but because I grew up like in in industrial kitchens or worked in industrial kitchens. I wanted like the exposed wire with like the coils and stuff. So I found one and I bought it in copper. Ooh. And it is, so it came while we were gone and it is gorgeous. Oh, yay. 
so pretty. Oh my god! So it's I'll all put it, coiled and yes. it's got a spray handle. Yeah, and, and you can actually like trade out the spray handles depending yeah. on like what the what look you, you want. Oh, yeah. dang! So I will. I'll post the picture to our like Instagram stories yeah. about it. But um, but yeah, it's beautiful. Oh my god! I so can't that's kind of see. like the statement piece. Mm-hmm. And then our oven. So basically, where we are now, our kitchen is a shell. Um, we have no dishwasher, no oven. We our uh, fridge is plugged in, and we have our sink. So the only piece that hasn't been pulled out is the sink, which will probably happen on like Friday. Um, and then we won't have a sink for the weekend, which is okay because we're using the bathroom sink and it's fine, and we're using disposable stuff. Okay. So um, now we're just kind of doing patchwork, and um, er- the walls behind the cabinets look great, which we were not expecting. Oh, good, good, good. Um, good we good, don't good. have to patch the ceiling where we had like soffits that came down that were like two good. inches. We busted those out. There were no, there was no piping behind it. Good. We don't have to patch the ceilings because good. the crown molding and the cabinets are going all the way to the ceiling. Awesome. Um, you're and gonna have crown molding around the whole place. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's gonna be beautiful. Oh, oh my it's god, it's gonna be the most gorgeous oh kitchen. God. I can't even wait. I cannot wait to see it. Oh yeah. my god, and and I love that you're getting it because the way that you cook and all of that goes around that with you. That's just you're so sweet. you need that. That yeah. is that is you. I mean. I'm like I can't even imagine how much good food is gonna come out yes. of this kitchen because yes. <laughs> And like good food came out of it before, it right. looks pretty, but, but now it's like, like gonna be functional, right. and it's gonna be like how we cook. Yes, and your kids are gonna. Grow. I love actually seeing even the pictures on your Instagram or Facebook or whatever I see it on of Landry sitting in her thing that makes her high enough. <laughs> her shoes, she is. Sue Chef Stand. Oh, Sue yes. Chef Stand. Yes, Sue that's Chef. what I meant to say. Right. Which is gonna be painted pink soon. So she's standing in that. Yeah. Okay. So it's actually. I wasn't sure. I was like, so my mom found found this stand on I don't know where she found it online somewhere and she sent us the um oh, like so the plans to build it and the bottom part is Did an Corey Ikea build it? yes shut up so okay okay <laughs> he built half of it because the bottom part is an Ikea stool okay the top part is something that him and his dad built so it's just like two by fours okay. and then you like nail it into the thing and then there's like a little uh rod Nail-ish that keeps them from falling out yeah okay. yeah so now they fight over it. Which oh, yeah, is, yeah. Yeah, because they both can't fit in it. Right. But they both want to be in it. So now they're going to build a second one. <laughs> we're painting Landry's pink and Marcus's is green. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait until... So that's all my kids do. They just like to fight over who gets what? Who gets yeah. closer to mom? Who gets on the left side? How do you fucking know what the left side is? <laughs> you don't. This is the left side, child. It's really my right. And I'm like, this is left side. This is your oh, right yeah. side. I want the right side. This is the yep. right side. I'm lying to her. I'm fucking please you. Oh, yeah. Yep. They both want to crawl in my lap because, well, so first of all, <laughs> this is funny. Marcus was scared of me when I came home. He would not go to Corey or I when Why? we came home. He was like clinging to grandma. Why? I don't know. Like, because he's young. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. he just like, we hadn't been around for four days. He was like, fuck you, mom. Yeah. Don't try to leave me and then come back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. He's, like, just starting like to that. warm up now. Landry, oh, my God. Landry just wants to, like, be in our lap. But that's because Grandma's still there, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, She's okay. here for two more weeks. Okay, okay. And, wow, uh, that's awesome. So Landry will, like, try and sit in my lap, and then she, like, digs my knees, her knees into my legs, and I just want to, like, throw her off oh, the sure. couch. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, don't touch me. I know, I know. <laughs> I, have, I literally haven't, like, worked out since we've gotten back because I'm like, I can't, can't. even. It's so painful just to stretch. Did you take an I hate baths. Salt ba- I'm sorry. Take it. 
So go, go. It's like 90 cents. Yeah, we have absolutely. Throw the whole thing in there. I'm not kidding. You pour more than you think, not a cup, two cups. Two. And sit in there and you will be fine. Brendan did Mount Rainier. Uh-huh. When we came back, I, I, he filled up the, the ball. The did bath. he fit in the, the bathtub? He's yeah. so tall. I made him. Uh, yeah. That's all <laughs> He wasn't even sore. He was not even sore. Oh, that's tonight. awesome. Okay. Tonight for 20 minutes. We were talking to Ben. So Ben Vanavent. You, have you met Does Ben? Does he drive the big white truck with the snowmobile no, no, thing? No, oh, okay. that's Garrett. Oh, Garrett. But they're okay. about the okay. same size. Okay. Ben's a little thicker and a little shorter. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so we were talking to Ben because he was talking about taking baths. And I was like, <laughs> there's no way you fit in a bathtub. He was like, oh, no, it's either like my torso or my legs. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. I almost peed my pants. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, but that's me too. But yeah, we'll definitely so take like, like an Epsom salt bath. But the best recovery is uh, Connor had that little um, his Waxer. like buffer. Yeah, buffer. Yeah, <laughs> at the gym. Yeah. And I came in yesterday and I was like, yes, <laughs> you have your buffer. And um, and that's actually been very very key for um, recovery. So I did that all on my quads and my calves yesterday. So I can actually walk today. <laughs> I mean, I'm still not. I tried to squat like when I was coaching and like show people how to do the front yeah. squat. And I was like, guys, yeah, sorry. I just like Mount Rainier. Yep. Sorry, y'all. I put, I put uh, closed-toed shoes on today and I still hate my life. So I never want to wear closed-toed shoes ever again. <laughs> oh, my God. I just oh am God. like, nope. No. But yeah, and I kind of feel a little justified from it because yeah. I'm like, yeah, guys, I yeah. just climbed a 14,410-foot yeah. mountain. Is that what it is? 14,410 feet. Wow. And I'm okay with that. I feel fine that I'm That's eating insane. garbage <laughs> because it's I'm still a at a calorie deficit. Exactly, exactly. I'm exactly. okay that I'm not working out <laughs> because I literally hiked for like 15 straight hours. <laughs> And uh, I don't want to wear shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, no. Oh, so, my yeah. God, no. Oh, okay. We should wrap Seriously. up because I got to go get uh, oh, yeah. dinner kids, for my what? family. And kids, dinner, what? What time is it anyway? It's 6. Oh. All right. Okay. Bye, guys. Thanks Bye. for listening. Sorry Thank if y'all. Uh, you don't like mountaineering. or Too bad. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye.